Welcome, everyone, to episode 180 of Some Like It, Scott. I'm your host, Scott Shelton, and on this week's episode, we have Academy Award nominations to talk about. Uh, as of time of recording, they came out this morning, but you're not hearing this podcast for a couple weeks, so they've been out for a little while. You've been able to digest and decide whether you're pissed off or not, and so now we're going to tell you whether you should be pissed off or not uh, over the next, I don't know, Scott, I say like 45 minutes to an hour, but... Uh, we'll check back in in three or four hours and see if we're still yeah, going, exactly. I guess. I don't know. Uh, but before we get to all that, Scott Harvey's here, as usual, my co-host. How have you been? Well, I have like 45 minutes worth of editing takes prepared, so just get ready for that. Um, excellent, excellent. But no, uh, I'm good, Scott. I'm less mad than usual this time of the year, um, okay. which I guess is a good thing. I mean, we'll talk about that but all things considered i think it could have been a lot worse of course it could have been a lot better it's the academy but um i think the way i described it was the surprises that we got were mostly pleasant ones and the disappointments we got were pretty much expected so i feel like um my expectations were improved upon um which is always a good thing because usually the exact opposite happens on nominations morning yeah, that's true. I remember it, it was funny. I, I feel like as a comparison to last year, we had uh, we had the very uh, lucky occasion to wake up to watch John Cho announce the nominees for the Academy Awards, which is a true pleasure. And uh, I guess no one was available this this year because, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, it wasn't it wasn't was it Tra- was it Tracy Ellis Ross? Who, who was who was? The I believe so. Right. And yeah, uh... Tracy Ellis Ross. And then. Is it... Wait, was it Tracy Ellis Ross? No, it was it Renee Goldsberry, wasn't it? It was Hamilton? not Renee Goldsberry. It was, it was not, okay. not Renee Goldsberry. Um, then it was Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking up the name. Was it Leslie? What was his name? Leslie Jordan. Leslie yeah. Jordan. Oh my goodness, Leslie, <laughs> Leslie Jordan. Uh, he made some joke at some point in in this little very short broadcast that he uh, that he was like some sort of last minute ad because he had to wake up and like do his own hair and makeup and and. Uh, you know, dress himself. And I'm like, yeah, no, you sound like a last minute ad, bro. <laughs> yeah, like you're I mean, prepared for this. weirdly, I saw like some people on film Twitter saying like, oh, uh, I know this needs to be an event, right? The nominations needs to be like in prime time, like, you sure. know, getting big. And I was like, but I'm like, no, literally all I want is for someone to stand at a podium and read out the nominations. I don't care. It, the, the show itself is the big spectacle. We don't need to turn the nominations into that, too. So, like, there's, you know, they're ma- cutting up. They're making jokes. They have, like, an intermission where they talk about, like, talk to some random film fans about, like, yeah, oh, I, I what woke have up you and seen I so went far? to brush my teeth when that happened. Yeah, I'm like, it's 830 in the morning. Just read the, the damn movies out. You know, like, it was... Yeah. Uh, a little frustrating, but, uh, you know, we got through it. It was quick. It was relatively painless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so we've already started to talk about our high-level thoughts. I guess we shouldn't... There's really no reason to delay any of that. Um, I'm going to request that you not talk about any individual nominations. We are going to talk about the nominations in a second. And it seems like you've already indicated that you were happier than usual. But give me high-level thoughts. Was it overall good? overall bad are the oscars doomed like some prognosticators and other podcasts have said based on these nominations so are we so all going to die to... in the next i don't know month and a half 
Well, if you this. watch a uh, if you watch a certain Best Picture nominee, I think they would tell you that you're going to die, but uh, very yeah. soon potentially because of the stupidity of all of us. But also, if you um, log on to Twitter, you'll also find that they'll tell you that you don't care unless you think the be- it's the best movie of all time. So congrats. that is true. Um, yeah. So I guess without mentioning any specific movies, like I said, I I'm positive on it. Um, you know, looking at the Best Picture lineup. It's top heavy, in my opinion. There's five movies that I think are really great. The rest of them, I think, are good to mediocre. Um, So that's not great odds, I guess, considering there were 10 movies nominated. Um, But again, I guess I just I kind of expected some of that. I think some of the surprises further down with the the actors were mostly good. Um, Obviously, you know, there's some foreign films getting recognized that we're very happy about because they were some of our favorites. So that was great. Um, yeah. So, so that stuff was really good. I, I don't think this is going to be the year that like fixes the Oscars. I definitely don't based on these nominations. I mean, of course, everyone, you know, not everyone, but there are people talking about, Oh, Spider-Man didn't get nominated. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, that I don't think we've ever realistically thought that that was going to happen. And that might have, saved the oscars i don't know if it would have or not honestly but um you know it didn't happen and so you know what what's the biggest movie that's gotten that's up there now dune right which that was still not you know uh, i mean anywhere pro- near that probably don't look up is the biggest movie yeah, in terms of the people most people that have watched it yeah you're actually probably right about that but um but yeah you know in terms of like blockbuster or whatever like it's the dune, only tentpole yeah the, dune is like the one yeah. is like the tentpole that's in that's um yeah, for sure and that was you know that was a niche thing even still you know even though it, it did pretty good business for what they were expecting um you know it wasn't the spider-man level hit or anything like that where people where you know a mass audiences are gonna are gonna say oh i love you know dune was this big thing for me i'm gonna watch the oscars now and root for dune because i'm you know cheering for maybe big budget blockbuster movies or whatever. Maybe I somehow doubt it. Um, again, I think, you know, it's Denny Villeneuve. It's kind of this, it's not the scale you know, that Spider-Man would bring artsier thing. Yeah, exactly. Surely, yeah. Um, it's definitely not for everyone, but, um, but yeah, so I don't think this is going to save the Oscars. I personally don't really care about that. Obviously I don't think we care that much about, you know, the, the Oscars capturing mainstream attention. It's supposed to be a celebration of the best movies of the year um i would much rather than well it's not though that's the problem the problem is it's it's not it's supposed to be that's what i'm saying but (laughs) it's it it never ends up that way because like i said there's only five movies in here that i think are really great for best picture um but five is about normal five is about normal for great movies that are nominated for best picture i guess that's true yeah I, i guess that's probably true but yeah i mean i don't think this year this year is not going to save the oscars um i think you know, even though Spider-Man should not have been nominated for Best Picture, right? No way. Home. Uh, is uh, is it better, though, than at least two of the nominees for Best Picture? Th- three, oh, if you count, don't look up, which I haven't seen. But um, yeah. yes, definitely it is. Um, yeah, it's definitely not bottom three. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah, be bottom so, three if it were in. So I don't know. It's like, yeah, of course, I don't think Spider-Man should have been in. But the things that were there in its place... Eh, you know, they're not any better, right? It's not like they're picking overall. It's positive. Again, they're making steps to recognize smaller films, to recognize international films, to recognize performers who, you know, are, have done great work and, you know, maybe not been recognized for it in the past. 
So all of that is good. Um, the negatives are kind of the same things that we often see. And again, are just things that we ex I expected to happen, at least a lot of, you know, several of my top 10 movies of the year getting no nominations. Just it is what it is. But um, yeah, overall, it was fine. Yeah, I think it was good overall, personally. I mean, I'm probably warmer on some of these nominees, if we're just talking about Best Picture, which we will talk about in a lot of detail in just a minute, than you are. I still think, going back to your point about No Way Home, it would have been better than a couple, than at least two or three of the movies that are on this list. That doesn't matter. It's not like, again, your personal favorites list is, like, I don't even think about my top 10 list, really, when I look at Oscar nominations. It's like, do I think that the, did the movies that were nominated pass the like the bar that I think of when like, OK, this is like an Oscar worthy movie, even if that's not, you know, my personal favorite movie of the year, a top 10 list. And I thought for the most part. It's like of the movies that I re realistically expected to get nominated. Mo like uh, half of them, more than half of them cleared the bar for me in terms of best picture acting categories. God, so boring. Oh, my Lord. We'll talk about the acting categories in in a little bit. But Jesus, I mean, come on, guys. Half of these nominees are just like, what? What are we doing here, guys? Like, what are we doing? Um, so that was probably, honestly, the acting yeah. categories were probably the biggest disappointment for me. Overall. And yet, it still could have been worse with the acting. I felt sure, like. that's sure, still sure. how I came away feeling. Yeah, I, it definitely could have been worse. It's just like it, it just feels like you could have predicted ninety percent of this, and then like the ten percent you couldn't predict was like bad. Like that was where the bad surprises came in, right? And we can talk about them later on but there were some like really weird surprises um in the male acting category specifically totally. maybe some nicer surprises on, on the on the actress side of things um i will say that but thinking about some of the some of the act, best actor nominees i was just like what on earth is happening um higher level overall craft awards made sense Everyone, everyone complaining that No Way Home <laughs> getting the best visual effects. I'm only talking about this because we won't talk about this later. Not get a best visual effects nomination over like every other visual effects. I'm like, who cares? These movies never win. Superhero movies never win visual effects. It doesn't matter what. what because movie the nominated. visual effects aren't good. Uh, also, uh, yeah, I, I was going to say I should have said, I guess. I think the technical categories actually did a really good job. Like I think cinematography and production yeah. design, which was the same exact nominees and both sure. of those. Sure. I can't really find much to fault any of the movies that they picked there in those categories. Like, yeah, we, we can talk more about those categories later on for sure. But yeah, I, I feel like further, further down the list, right? Like further down the call, it's like you got what you mostly expected for the, for the most part. Like there weren't surprises in the craft categories. Like documentary was like appropriate, like nor like as weird as it normal normally is like getting a couple and that made sense and a couple that you never heard of before and you're not even sure that anyone has actually even seen the movies but and no in some Octopus cases you're not even sure the movie year. even exists i'm not 100 percent sure that uh what is it four good days is a movie not not convinced well, that's a film yeah but again the explanation on that is and i learned this today is that diane warren wrote the song like who is twenty thousand nominees the yeah. queen of the oscars original song category despite having never won she's been nominated 13 times so once i heard that i was like okay it all becomes clear now it may it may very well not be a real movie or if it is it was a movie that was strictly designed so that diane warren could write a song for it and get an oscar nomination well glenn close was in this movie but yeah it doesn't matter um that's weird. 
never still it's a not fake sure movie I, anyone could be in it yeah it's true i'm gonna click like the the pop-up on my little thing says glenn close is in it but when you click in it's actually someone different um probably so <laughs> it's just like a it's like an auto generator it like generates a name who's leading the movie when you when yeah. you click in every time uh but yeah. overall I, I think i like the nominees i think it's better is is this gonna say like if that's the question is this gonna save the oscars broadcast from irrelevancy no <laughs> it, it's not but like i think at the end of the day like if this ends up like i, I don't want to say if this ends up being like 10 years from now like twitter like tweeting out the award winners like that will obviously be depressing but like if this thing gets shifted off of like an like a broadcast channel to some like streamer or some like minor channel like i don't care i don't really care where they air it yeah like i, I just, I just don't, don't think care. that's ever I don't think that's ever going to happen to the Oscars. I honestly don't like no matter how bad the ratings get. Like, I think they're always going to have this. I think the Academy has a sense of self-importance about itself. That is not, it's not the Academy them. that funds itself, though. Right. Like they re they rely on the money from from Disney, from ABC to to pay yeah. for their ceremonies. The reality is, though, that people just aren't watching ABC that much anyway. Uh, so, sure, the Oscars has always been this sort of big thing you would still expect it to do decent numbers but we're going to continue to see the numbers go down and that's not necessarily because people don't care i'm sure that is some of it but it's also just because people don't watch regular tv anymore which is what the oscars are on i mean 60 70 75 million people still subscribe to pay tv in the u.s 75 million homes and the oscars got 10 million last year that's yeah. pretty bad when the year before it was 25 million so I, I think that the decline. There's also a weird year last year. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I yeah, and we'll see if if there is a rebound. Like I think the obvious concern is that like besides Spider-Man: No Way Home, people didn't go back to movie theaters this year for the most part. And if people aren't going back to movie theaters, why are they going to care about the Oscars? You know what I mean? Like I think it's like this weird like feed. It's not even a feedback loop, right? Like it's this, I think there's this trickle down where, or at least there's the sense of some sort of trickle down where if people if the Oscars aren't doing something to stay relevant, they're not going to stay relevant because movies aren't staying relevant, especially not film movies that are going directly to theaters and not on streaming services. So I think it's a bigger question. We're going to find out more on, you know, March 27th, or I suppose March 28th when we get the numbers for the broadcast back to see how many people watched it. I'm not sure if it matters to me all that much, um, at least not in the, in the medium term In the longer term, obviously it would be really disappointing if, I broadcast like this goes away, but I don't think this this year is going to make or break the Oscars. But I could be wrong about that. Um, I don't think this is going to make it, though. That aside, put that on the shelf. Let's talk specifics. Scott, the Best Picture nominees. We knew they were going to be 10 this year. In alphabetical order, we have Kenneth Branagh's Belfast, Sean Hader's Coda, Adam McKay's Don't Look Up, uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi with, with Drive My Car, Denny Villeneuve's Dune, uh, Ronaldo Marcus Green's King Richard, Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley, Jane Campion's The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. I think you mentioned, or at least alluded to, the big surprise of probably like Drive My Car being a big surprise, getting the Best Picture nominee, Nightmare Alley also sneaking in at the end. Uh, on the flip side of that coin, being the Ricardos, thought to be a surefire bet for a Best Picture nominee. I think, given the buzz around at least its acting performances yeah. and having Aaron Sorkin attached as a writer-director, 
did not get a nomination. Uh, you mentioned already Spider-Man No Way Home. I, I don't include this to say that people really realistically thought this was going to get a nomination, but it was this big like cultural reference point question mark of like, should they just nominate it? I mean, A, they could have just nominated it because there's worse movies on the list here than that. But but B, like, was it either ever realistic to expect? Probably not. But I mean, in terms of a, a big misses, like I, I guess Tick, Tick, Boom, which was already on the bubble. Yeah. You can say that, you know, Nightmare Alley or Drive My Car took its spot. But then, yeah, being the Ricardo's getting bumped. Tragedy for, of Macbeth. Uh, and Tragedy of... Yeah, where people... I don't actually know the answer. So was it favored to get a nomination? It was one of the... Again, it was one of it those was that was like yeah. in the mix for the last spot or two there. So. Yeah, that, that that's fair. It was probably on the outside looking in, but it was definitely in the mix for sure. Um, but instead, that spot going to, you know, either Drive My Car or Nightmare Alley, take your pick about which took the last spot there. Scott... I think, I mean, you already talked about it at some length already. So did I. I think this this crop of 10 is is probably better than I had hoped. And that's mainly because being the Ricardos isn't in there and drive my car is. I think that's like probably a swing in terms of my perception of the overall list because I think you take out one of like just, uh, but it's not a good movie. Not a good movie with being the Ricardos and putting in one of my, what I think is probably one of the best made films of the year in there, I think makes a real difference. I know I'm more positive on Nightmare Alley. Um, than than you were. Uh, I I liked the film. I found it enjoyable. I remember every single time I watch a Guillermo del Toro movie that I I find him to be a really quite incredible filmmaker. Um, even if everything he does doesn't always like fit together perfectly or work perfectly. Um, so I liked those additions to the list. I think it made it stronger overall for me. Any further thoughts there for you? Yeah, I mean, so like I was saying earlier, I think you know. Licorice Pizza, Drive My Car, West Side Story, The Power of the Dog. Um, there's another one I'm forgetting that I also loved, but uh, Dune. Um, I think you're you're forgetting. Yes, Dune, Dune would be the other one. Um, Thank you. <laughs> those were like the five. I, I have no complaints. I can have no complaints whatsoever. I think they probably all should have realistically been in there for you know best picture. Um, you know, Coda and Belfast. They're the good-hearted. They're the good-hearted like editions, yeah. a fl flavor, if you will. Not not best picture worthy, but I liked them. Um, and then you know, again, you have Nightmare Alley, which I was not. I think a technical. It's beautiful. It deserves all the technical nominations. Didn't have much to offer for me beyond that. Um, and King Richard obviously should not be in there. That's the stale biopic of the year. And don't look up. I haven't seen. But there's, there's staler no biopics than that. Tammy Faye, respect. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen those movies, so I can't say. But um, but yeah, I mean, so if you're looking at it as drive my car getting being the Ricardo spot. Yes, it's hard not to say, oh, big positive. I mean, that's such a far superior film to being the Ricardos. For me, if it's like if it's being the Ricardos versus Nightmare Alley. It you know, it's a watch. Oh, come on. Nightmare Alley is, is a much better film than being the Ricardos. Come it's on. better. But like, do I'm not? I don't have any feelings whatsoever about Nightmare Alley getting the spot over, sure. um, over being the Ricardos. I would have much rather seen it gone to Tick Tick Boom or uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth. To mention the two movies that we said there, I think those are both better than Nightmare Alley and um, and King No uh, being the Ricardos by a you know a long shot. So um, 
I, I don't, I guess, you know, if, if somebody, something had to come in there in terms of the movies that were on the bubble, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't pick being the Ricardos, which was the worst choice, but they still didn't. The thing is, I don't even think being the Ricardos that. was on the bubble. That's the crazy part. I was, well, I mean, yeah, that was genuinely now, surprising. Now, if we, if we, re in retrospect, if we yeah. say that it was, yeah. um, they they didn't pick the worst possible choice, but the choice that they made still wasn't the right one, in my opinion. So that's kind of my feelings about that. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, the power of the dog has 12 nominations. It has the most of any movie. It's still the favorite for best picture. Um, yeah, I and think that, it's that's a where I wanted to go next. Movie. Yeah. yeah, that's where I wanted to go next is like power of the dog, not just because it got a best picture nomination, obviously, but because of it's the, the wider sort of lens and all of its nominations leading the pack with 12. You know, every every basically significant role in the film was nominated in an acting category and it received as pretty much pretty much as many craft nominations as it as it could have. Um, there's some that didn't make sense for it, obviously, like visual effects, et cetera. But um, it's it's really got all the below the line categories as well as it, it. It seems like a clear front runner. Do you think it can actually cash in on that or. Scott, the truth, like Netflix, is it does is Netflix a specter that haunts it and is is going to keep it from winning the biggest prize? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of like narrative now around the movie of like who's actually seen Power of the Dog. No one's seen Power of the Dog, you know, blah blah blah. Even though it's right there on Netflix, um, you know, I think there is that mentality of it. Maybe there was a little bit of that when Roma was, you know, a big thing a few years ago for netflix getting a lot of nominations yeah. i would expect um, more people have seen power of the dog but i maybe not i don't know maybe i'm wrong about that roma feels like honestly roma feels like the kind of film that like a lot of people say they oh i would that sounds great i would watch that and then don't watch it but it's like power of the dog feels like the kind of film that that people would actually watch i don't know yeah yeah uh i mean maybe i just you know that's just what people i'm seeing are saying but um but yeah, I mean, I still think it's the front runner. I think 12 mm -hmm. nominations is hard to ignore. I think even, you know, like down the line, getting some of the like the two best supporting actor nominations, for example, I think that's a yeah. sign um, of, you know, that the movie doing even better than we expected, maybe. But yeah, I mean, so that it's doing even better than expected and we expected it to be, you know, way high up there. Um, you know, I think Belfast is its biggest competition. You know, Belfast is nominated for Best Director as well with Kenneth Branagh. Don't look up, right? We were talking about how could this be the sleeper third candidate, right, that gets its way into the mix. It did get a fair number of nominations, but Adam McKay's not nominated for Best Director. Um, that's no, not necessarily not. a death knell for it. Um, now we've seen, you know, Green Book, for example, did not have a Best Director. Argo did not have a Best Director nomination. Still won Best Picture. It has no acting but, nominations either, right? Right. Leonardo DiCaprio did not get in for Best Actor as well. So, yeah. The I, stock I is have down. The stock is down a little bit. For it sure. is. I don't know that there is a clear third at this point. West Side Story, maybe? I don't know. But again, no. Uh, mm. Well, I guess it did have the one acting nominations. One acting nomination for Ariana DeBose. Um I, I, maybe there's I, not a clear considering West Side Story, I think some people think that West Side Story sort of is a back of the pack in terms of best picture nominations, like getting into the nomination pool for that. So I think, I mean, Scott, let me let me present let me it present has a lot of nominations though. I mean. It does, it certainly does. And another film with a lot of nominations is Dune, right? It doesn't have acting similar to Don't Look Up. It does not have any acting nominations. Its director was 
and we'll talk about this more in a second, but did not receive a director nomination, a best director nomination, but it has received every craft nomination imaginable. It even received an adapted screenplay nomination as well. Is there an outside chance that Dune could pull some sort of Argo like feat and be in contention for best picture, even without a best director nomination or any acting nominations? I would find that hard to believe just because I don't see how you can say that is the best picture of the year and not also think that, I mean, the direction is like, and and the overall movie are just so intertwined to me. I don't see how you can say this is the best movie of the year, but the direction was not among the top five direction. But that literally happened for Argo this year. Yes, but Argo is not a movie where I look at that and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this is all about the directing, right? Like the directing was so exceptional in this movie. What what I'm saying is it would be hard for me to believe that someone appreciates Dune as being the best movie of the year, right? But doesn't feel that it's directing was worthy of a nomination. I could totally see somebody saying that about Argo, right? Argo is a great, is a good movie, but uh, you know, the direction is nothing special to write home about in the way that Dune is. Um, and if you're going to nominate Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, right? In best director, if you really think that's better than what Denis Villeneuve yeah, did, yeah, we'll talk Dune, about we'll talk about the directing category in a second for sure. I know, but yeah, it's yeah. hard not to talk about it when like analyzing the chances. But what I'm saying is, if you think I, I, that, I think direction, you're almost over. I guess my response to that is, I think you're over analyzing it, saying like, maybe how can the directors' guild within the academy not nominate Denis Villeneuve for best director and nominate Kenneth Branagh instead, but the entire academy not vote for it as best picture, right? Because it's it's not the full academy voting on the nominations to be really clear and understand how nominations work. The entire Academy is not voting on the nominations. The only, the only award where all the Academy votes for nominations is best picture. So I think that the nom like not, I think that there is a, an outside shot type argument to say, for whatever reason, the director's guild didn't within the Academy or the director's segment within the Academy. I don't think it's actually called the guild or whatever, but you know, the directors within the Academy, didn't find as much merit in Denny what again just absurd than some of these other than one or you know one specific other director in the category um but then when this goes to the full pool of voters that dune couldn't you know be especially when you when you recognize that it is it has been nominated in every every single category below the line pretty much um yeah i think that shows like a ground soul support you talk, you talk about one of the best movies of the year i mean you know, in, in 11 categories or 10 categories, it was, it's yeah. 11 different categories. besides the picture, it's considered to be one of the best movies of the year. That doesn't mean that it's going to win best picture. I, I don't think it's going to win best picture, but I wonder if with the don't look up stock sort of following when it, there were these nominations that were expected that it missed out on. I wonder if Dune is that, is that third front runner or maybe, or maybe it's not, maybe it, maybe it's King Richard. Like who, maybe it's like, who knows, right? Like maybe it's Coda. Yeah, again, I I know that there was a pushback. I still think it's West Side Story, right? Like, it's West Side Story, and it gets the director nomination that people were not expecting for Steven Spielberg. Like, I think that can't be ignored in analyzing its its chances. I I think ultimately we're debating over nothing here because I think it's really a a two-horse race between Belfast and Power of the Dog still. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't think you can necessarily count out West Side Story just because it is what it is, right? Yeah, I, de- I definitely think that's that is fair to say. Um, I'm just looking down the list here at best film editing, um, and I I think that the last time 
a movie that won best picture that wasn't nominated for best film editing was a while ago. Uh, West Side Story, not nominated for best film editing. Okay. Um, Belfast, not nominated for best film editing. But Power of the Dog, Dune, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Tick, Tick, Boom. Those are the five movies nominated. Not the be-all, end-all, just other other things to consider. Sure. I think that what's that to say is that the Power of the Dog is is probably the favorite and probably going to win. Um, if if you know if you ask me to put what twenty dollars down right now, I think you'd be crazy to not put it down on the Power of the Dog. Um, based off that, but let's talk about director. We already were sort of bleeding over into it. Uh. We'll st- we'll start we'll start with the with you know Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Those were expected, I think, at this point. Um, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. We talked about it again as of recording, like a few days ago. But when you hear this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, we're like, maybe there's a chance that Ryusuke Hamaguchi gets that gets that nod based on past Oscar. Um, director nominations getting you know typically there is one um international films director that gets nominated it just seems to be a recurring thing in this category and hamaguchi got it which i know we were really excited about uh steven spielberg slipping in for west side story not necessarily expected was certainly in the conversation but outside looking in it felt like made it in kenneth branagh i say this one for last just because it is the it does feel like the contentious point not a surprise i think that this was an expected nomination but then when you have the fact that Denis Villeneuve is not nominated, it leaves a pretty bitter taste in my mouth. I liked Belfast. I actually really did like Belfast a lot. Um, I did not like it because of Kenneth Branagh's directing. I think it's a good film. But, I mean, what Denis Villeneuve... I mean, like I, to your point and the one that you were making a second ago that I was sort of pushing back against a little bit, um, now to to switch sides and, and say what I actually believe... Um, I just don't know how you watch Dune and don't think that this, wow, holy hell, Denis Villeneuve can direct a movie. Um, I, I just, I don't see it. I, I feel that way right. about about West Side Story with Steven Spielberg, certainly as well. Paul Thomas Anderson, I mean, he, such a unique flavor to a film that when you're watching it, you can just feel the director um, in in sort of the lines of the film, of the, you know, in the um, Hamaguchi, the same way. Campion, I mean, I'm not familiar enough with Campion to really be able to say that, but a, a clear authorship on these movies, which I think to an extent does exist in Belfast. I just think there's just so much less going on in, in that movie that is as impressive from a directorial standpoint. There is a flavor to it for sure. It is this ode. It, I mean, it's like Roma. It's We talked about it on the podcast. You can go back and listen to it. It's like a directorial, you know, semi-autobiographical glance back at, at their history in a specific time in a specific place. But it, it didn't feel as rich of a text as some of those other other movies in that subgenre and other movies in this category. And I think that's where I find it to be really disappointing. Yeah, I, I mean, Branagh, like, it's going to be so funny if he wins this, right? Like, considering the other people who are in this category, like, it would be <laughs> if unreal. He win, that, that's my Joker moment, honestly. <laughs> honestly, yeah. if he wins it. He's got a chance. Uh, but yeah, no, Hamaguchi's nomination. I actually predicted this. Like, yeah. I will say I tweeted it out. Like, I did. Yeah, you did. The nominations. Yeah. Uh, I, I started really feeling strongly that this was going to happen after what we talked about sort of last time on the pod with, um, 
you know, how they're always seen a lot of times there seems to be kind of a random fifth director slot. A lot of times yeah. it goes to an international director, um, you know, the Pavel Pavlovsky spot from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Alfonso Cuaron, if that counts. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that one was expected at the time, but, uh, but yeah, I hear like Thomas Vinterberg, for example, was nominated this past year for another sure. round. That's another yeah. example. Um, but yeah. So, and I mean, the Hamaguchi is the obvious choice for that, right? Like, I don't really think there was anyone else who they could have, who they would have even thought about for giving that slot to. So, I mean, maybe um, Almodovar, but, but maybe I think but, Hamaguchi is an easier yeah. pick this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think I was, it was still a surprise, right? It, because you never expect the Academy to do the right thing, but yeah. um, they did do the right thing. Um, and that was great. You know, if you're going to have another surprise again, like I said, Steven Spielberg being in there, it's hard to argue with that. Um, I know that like, obviously he seems like he's the person who maybe took the last spot or Hamaguchi took the last spot. I don't know, but um, it's, I definitely, it's hard for me to say, Oh, well, I think Villeneuve should have been in. It's hard for me to say, Oh, it's ridiculous. You know, that they, brought Hamaguchi or Spielberg in over, you know, Villeneuve. It's really, it's really Brianna, right? Which is the one that is the the clear outlier, but he was always going to get nominated. Like there was really not ever a chance that he was not going to get nominated for Belfast considering what a big player that the movie is. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean that, uh, th that is, is what it is. Unfortunately, Academy gonna Academy. Um, sure. I like the nominees on the whole, but I'm definitely going to throw my hands up and say, what was this all for if they give it to Kenneth Branagh anyway? Like, yeah. So who do you think's going to win? If you had right now, gun to head. Jane Campion. All right. So trying to repeating last year, right? Because Chloe Zhao won best director and Nomadland yeah. won best picture expecting a similar result here. And, should, should say Jane Campion Jane, is this is the first woman to be nominated for best director thing, twice. Yeah. Uh, and she is an Oscar winner. She won screenplay for the piano back in the early nineties. So, um, yep. known commodity power of the dog. Again, I still think it's going to win best picture. So I think it's the easy choice and it's a good choice. It's a, it's a good choice for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 If Jane Campion wins best director, I will move on and not complain. I think, I mean, if I had to choose from this crop of directors, I'd, I'd choose Hamaguchi, but I don't think there's a chance that Hamaguchi wins. I'm glad he got nominated. Yeah. Um, Unfor unfortunately, I think you're you're probably right again. Like Thomas Vinterberg, Pavel Pavlovsky, these people never really had a chance to win. Bong did, but that was an outlier, right? That was, you know, Parasite was a much bigger thing than Drive My Car has been. Yeah, I mean, if Drive My Car wins Best Picture, then we'll say, yeah, obviously Hamaguchi was going to win Best Director. Uh, Scott, Sunday. March 27th, Ryusuke Hamaguchi wins Best Director. Are you thinking Drive My Car wins Best Picture? Uh, if it wins Best Director? Yeah. Honestly, no. <laughs> I still yeah, don't I think, think it will right win Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if he wins Best right Director. Yeah. yeah, it's tempting to, it's tempting to say that, that, he, that Drive My Car would win then, but there's... Scott, there's no way Drive My Car wins Best Picture. I'm saying it right now. Clip it. Play it back to me when Drive My Car wins, yeah. and I'll cackle. I'm not um, going to make any such statements because I don't want them to be used against me later. But uh, yeah, all of all of all the people can use it against me later because that means Drive My Car will have won Best Picture, and uh, mm. what a day! What a day! All right, Scott. Speaking of what a day, let's talk about the acting categories. Uh, where to start? We can start with Best Actor because I feel like this is this is the 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 safest of safe 
categories um, that we can talk about here. You have all you pointed this out to me. Uh, every nominee in the category has been nominated for best actor. Is it specifically best actor or is it just any some acting category before? Um, best actor. They have all been nominated specifically yeah. for best actor before. It's the first time that has ever happened. Yeah. So Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for the power of the dog, Andrew Garfield for tick, tick, boom, Will Smith for King Richard and Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth. I mean, I mean, it seems like Will Smith is, is the clear front runner, uh, in this category. I think yeah. Garfield and Cumberbatch were expected to be in there with them. Uh, maybe there was some grab bag of like, pick your other, sorry, boring performance, uh, from this year's pool with Javier Bardem and Denzel Washington and a couple okay. others. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. The tragedy of Macbeth is not, is not an exciting movie. But Scott. Denzel Washington giving a boring performance, Scott, we're talking about one of the greatest actors of all time doing Shakespeare. There was nothing boring about this performance. I thought most of the film was boring, to be honest. It, I admired it more than I enjoyed it. See, not as bad as Francis McDormand in this film, but but Denzel Washington is is okay, not. Neither one of them is bad. Let, think about what we're saying here. Bad? I didn't say bad. I said not as bad. Okay. It's a relative term. Uh, but no, okay, we're we're not lo- limp, lumping in Denzel with what Javier Bardem is doing in. Sure, Denzel sure, Bardem. that that's fine. I'm 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 and I'm not trying to At say the very that least, one is that, yeah. one is the same level as the other. But I mean, we could we could have dug up some better some better people for the the fourth and fifth slots for this this year. This yeah, year, we in- absolutely could have. Yeah. I'm never going to be mad about Denzel Washington getting a nom- getting a nomination because if I look at the movie. You know, the chances are if it's Denzel, I'm going to say, yeah, he probably, you know, gave an Oscar worthy performance. And even if it's it, Roman, it, it's James a really safe, Esquire. it's a really safe, it's a really safe nomination. I didn't think there was much exciting about about the performance for me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about about the tragedy. Of Macbeth. We didn't really get the chance to talk about it on the podcast, I guess. Um, but yeah, I wasn't wasn't super thrilled by it, but certainly was even less thrilled by Javier Bardem, who is like the biggest surprise uh, of them all. In this category, I, I guess like who who gets cut from this? Like I'm, I'm, I'm my memory is even failing me. Who was like in the conversation? Bradley I mean, Cooper, Leo, 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 and yeah, don't look up. Yeah, I mean neither yeah. of the performances particularly excite me either. To be honest, I don't I don't know if there's a big one we're like forgetting or anything. But yeah, those those feel like the one. Yeah, I didn't think Bradley Cooper was that great in Nightmare Alley at all. Um, so that would have been that would have definitely been a wrong choice. I think. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know who we're missing here. I, I don't think, yeah. I mean, I think Bardem was kind of ex- expected, honestly. Like, I, I think he's definitely, you know, the oh. fifth out of five here. But um, I, I wasn't surprised to see him. He's gotten some other nominations, right, during award season. Like, didn't he? Is he SAG? Is he SAG nominated? I feel like he probably is, right? Yeah, he he might be. I, I'm. He's playing right now. an actor, right? And the actors are the ones voting on this. Like, that's got to be a factor. Yeah, potentially. I think it's usually true. I, I I guess my uh, my the the tough sticking point for me this year is that I feel like of the movies that could that could be realistically nominated. So if we take out, I think people that we would love to nominate, but just like realistically aren't going to get nominated. I'm not sure like if there is really any that we're missing is the problem, right? Like there's Cumberbatch for me, and there's Garfield, who I think is is really great in Tick Tick Boom past that like i i don't reasonably expect like def i mean like maybe mahershal ali 
Like I, I would have certainly preferred Mahershala Ali from Swan Song in this category. Um, I mean, cool. Take take a flyer on Cooper Hoffman. I mean, it wasn't the best part of Licorice Pizza. I thought Alana Heim was superior to him, but I mean, sure, it yeah. would have been more exciting. Would have been a more exciting pick than some of these. But then, like, yeah, obviously, there's like Simon Rex and Red Rocket, like Winston Duke for me, and Nine Days. I would have taken for sure. Maybe even Dev Patel. Like, is that slightly more mainstream? Is that acceptable? Um, that I mean. Green Knight didn't get anything like, uh, which is crazy to me. That's that I guess is the one gripe I have with the technical categories that Green Knight should have had something in there, right? Like cinematography or production design or editing or something. I mean, it was all pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It was a weird category. I guess Denzel, if like you really need to make up the numbers, Denzel is better than, than others but yeah bardem was a real head scratcher for me i'm like surely we could have found we could have found someone else i mean we can come to the table and say simon rex should have been in this category i think well obviously (laughs) yeah Um, joaquin phoenix should have been in this category in my opinion too joaquin phoenix never got talked about matt damon never got talked about for stillwater adam driver never got talked about for the last duel right like these are all ones that i think could have easily been in there but not you know no no realistic chance ever would driver have been in supporting a supporting actor though i don't think so i mean i think think ben affleck is the supporting play from the movie right like i think think you could argue you think there's so there's three yeah i think you could argue that all that damon and driver and because they all have their own section of the movie right like they're all the i feel like that ends up being like they all end up in supporting you know like that's what i feel like well jody comer definitely would have been in lead i mean jody comer definitely would have been in lead in my opinion but yeah should have been but you know then again lakeith stanfield was in supporting last year so who even knows yeah that's that is true yeah okay any other thoughts on actor can we can we move on let's move on okay let's let's do the other category that's probably gonna make us scream a little bit i don't know um Best supporting actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, th- this category, in my opinion, this was a thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, how did how did Leslie Jordan pronounce uh, Sierra Hines' name? I don't remember. It wasn't him. I think it was Tracy Ellis Ross. Actually, it was. Oh, was Kareen? Kareen Hines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brutal pronunciation. Uh, but yeah, he's. This happens for- every freaking year. It happened yeah. with what? What's her face? Tiffany Haddish, like a couple years ago too. It was awful how bad hers yeah. was. Yeah, honestly, the that one it wasn't even the worst one from yesterday. Like the homic, there was a horrible one for Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve, he could not <laughs> say it. Yeah, yeah, he had to like full stop and and rewind yeah. and start over on Villeneuve's name. Uh, rip. Um, it, to, I I do wonder if they have like some sort of like teleprompter where they're like phonetically spelling it and it like, confused him more than if he just put the normal name. Maybe. Up, but it was just so, practice. I mean, so first of all, you should just you should just know the guy's name, and then if sure. not, like just practice it beforehand. Like, is it so crazy to think you should probably rehearse this once before you do it? No, nah, man, they do it live. <laughs> They're like us. Um, there's really no difference. Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons with the surprise, uh, power of the dog nomination, JK Simmons for being the Ricardo strikes again. And then the favorite, most likely Cody Smith McPhee also from the power of the dog. So this is the, the dual power of the dog nomination that you were, that you were referencing earlier. Cody Smith McPhee has won this, I think, everywhere so far in award season, right? Like, I don't, has he not, has he lost at any time he's been nominated in this? 
this season. I don't know. So. I mean, of course, we haven't seen like the Baptists or the Sags. We don't know what the winners are going to be yet for that. That's true. But, uh, yeah, he, that's right. that's he, won the, he won the Golden Globe and he's won, you know, critic circles and stuff like that. I'm not sure. He has all the really momentum. A lot of other stuff for winners. But yeah. Yeah. So it feels like he is the one for this category uh, right now. That obviously could change as more awards are given out. J.K. Simmons. Uh, the big surprise, Jesse Plemons also sneaking in, I, th- I think is a surprise, but uh, J.K. Simmons pr- just really, frankly, out of nowhere um, for being a grumpy old man and on a on a TV set. I mean, not to be reductive, I guess, but I was just I was a little bit baffled um, by this one with so many uh, other options. I mean, both actors from Mass, which frankly, were never really talked about, like just never really had the buzz behind it by the time award season rolled around. Um, I mean, you got a bunch of people on the heart of they fall that I think could have been worthy. Although again, not being talked about, I guess like more realistically, there was Jamie Dornan also from Belfast. Although I think that lost a lot of steam over time as, you know, the sort of fourth, fourth or fifth best performance in the film. Um, Scott, anyone, anyone I'm, I'm missing out here. I'm just blanking on uh, Jared Leto. That's, that's the big one. That, yeah. That's right. That's one that, you know, Academy Award winning Jared Leto, uh, not getting in for his performance of yeah. Luigi. And, House sorry, of Gucci Paolo only getting Gucci. one nomination in, in total, right? I guess we, that we totally blanked on that when we were talking about Best Picture, right? And the movies that yeah, were on the bubble. True. I mean, House yeah. of Gucci was absolutely was the maybe bubble, the, yeah. the first one that, you know, got bumped out here by either Nightmare Alley or Drive My Car. Uh, it only got makeup and hairstyling. That was it, uh, which is surprising i mean house of gucci got the sag nomination for best ensemble doesn't have a single acting nomination and or best picture or best director or any ridley scott man he he just he he made two movies this year that he would have hoped both of them would have been oscar contenders and he comes out with a fat one nomination between the both of them i mean it begs the question should you not make two movies in one year do you think in all seriousness does having two movies in one year hurt him I know they're completely different, but if maybe, you're a Ridley maybe. Scott fan going in, like, does that hurt? Does that hurt Ridley Scott? I don't know. Or just make a conscious decision to plug one of them. And, and yeah, and but it's two different. Maybe, the problem is it's two different companies, though, right? So yeah, they're both yeah. pushing make a conscious movies or or make a conscious decision to plug the right one, right? Which like <laughs> House of Gucci, I enjoyed it, but the Last Duel was the superior movie and should have been nominated in a lot of categories here, in my opinion. So. I think, and but it does seem like House of Gucci was the one that they were writing harder for awards. So, Lady again, Dog two different companies. Harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I made that comment last time. I guess about I don't know how her campaign campaign is going over. I guess we know the answer now. It not was well not enough. good. Yeah, uh, yeah, not well enough is is the answer to that question. Yeah, Jared Leto getting snubbed. Any other thoughts here? Or do you want to move on and talk about Gaga? We can move on. All right, let's talk about let's talk about the the lack of a Gaga in the best actress category. Um, I can't imagine what the little, little monsters have been saying on Twitter the past couple of days. Actually, I'm sure you could imagine to be, to be frank. (laughs) Uh, Jessica, yeah, I mean, Jessica Chastain probably getting death threats unclear whether that's true or not, but it it might be happening Uh, because she got nominated for the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman. um, Sorry. I think you say probably award winner, Olivia Coleman this year, because you never bet against Olivia Coleman at this point, I think nominated for the lost daughter. Uh, a, a movie we can talk about in just a second because got another nomination in the other actress category. Uh, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. A surprise. I think it's fair to say her, sn- her sneaking in there. 
I feel like we sort of manifested this into existence, or maybe I did, because I was like, you know, you know who'd be cool to nominate in the best action category? I said, you know, Penelope Cruz would be, and she got it. Nicole Kidman, who's like actually probably the favorite right now, which just, again, makes me want to pound my head against a wall for being the Ricardos. And then Kristen yeah. Stewart overcomes the the regal drama at the BAF, not getting nominated at the BAFTAs to secure a nomination for her role as Princess Diana in Spencer. Um I've I feel like I've rambled on at the beginning of these a lot. So Scott, you talk. Yeah, I mean, we were we were talking about this category a lot because it was like we were talking about it as if there's this one spot, right? There's only one uh -huh. spot that is up in the air, right? And it's going to be Kristen Stewart or Penelope Cruz or you know Alana Hyam, maybe in a long shot, something like that. Sure. But um, or Rachel Ziegler, that's another yeah, or Rachel Ziegler, yeah. Um, but. It turns out there were two spots that were up for grabs. Lady Gaga's spot was up for grabs. We didn't really realize it. Um, and, you know, that means that both Penelope Cruz and Kristen Stewart were able to get in there. I'm thrilled for Kristen Stewart. I would have felt really bad for her if this movie had not gotten in or if her performance had not gotten in here. I do think it is one of the best of the year. Um, I do think it is like, again, it's such a it's a counterpoint to me to like a Will Smith or a Nicole Kidman. Well, I don't want to say, I actually don't want to be too down on Nicole Kidman because I thought it was a fine performance. It wasn't actually as bad as I was expecting, but in terms of like the impersonation type stuff, like Will Smith, for example, doing Richard Williams or, you know, Rami Malek doing um, Freddie Mercury, right? It's not that. That is not what Kristen Stewart is doing in Spencer. So I want to see that rewarded as much as, you know, these stale biopic performances get rewarded. Um, so I'm, that's the thing I'm most happy about seeing here. Yeah, Sorry, no, how is it not the same? Because I don't think she's doing an impersonation, right? Like, I think she's very much like channeling this woman's inner turmoil in a way that other, you know, biopic performances don't. That's their hair and makeup jobs. As I've said before, I don't mm. really consider that to be what, um, Kristen Stewart is doing. I think her the emotional commitment to the role is so much deeper and spencer is just such a unique movie in general like it's sure. just it's not that biopic it's not asking for that type of performance at all i feel like there so, are a lot of copying of like mannerisms and like acting like trying to but not distracting sort of not distractingly so in in a way that like again like like something like rami malik is or like whatever the mm -hmm. accent that will smith is doing in king richard is like Kind of, again, it's kind of, it's kind of distracting. It's like they put a lot of time into this and maybe not as much time into like trying to actually understand this person um, on a deeper sure. level than just their mannerisms. And I don't I didn't feel that watching Kristen Stewart's performance in Spencer. Um, so, I'm, yeah, that's the that's the thing I'm mainly happy about. Nicole Kidman, like I said, I don't think it's a bad performance. It wasn't a, it was much better than I was expecting. Um, I don't think it deserves to be nominated in this category. I definitely don't think it deserves to win. That is probably what's going to happen at this point. However, I am holding out hope for Olivia Coleman. Again, I think she can't be counted out just because she's Olivia Coleman. Um, yeah. The Lost Daughter, I think, did better than expected, which I was happy to see because I think that's a oh, great I movie. Don't... Is that true? I don't. I mean, yeah, I got it. Got a screenplay I, don't, nomination. I don't know if we we're expecting yeah. the screenplay nomination, right? Um, I think we were. We I, I was. Okay. I was expecting it. Well, we definitely weren't expecting to see Jesse Buckley get that's nominated true. for Best Supporting yeah. Actress. No, so that was true. that was a big plus. Um, did it have another nomination as well? I mean, no, I, mean, I think that's it. It was in contention for a best. It was like an outside shot at Best Director, but yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it did slightly better than expected. Maybe. Yeah. That, Again, that's I think we, we had a conversation about how well is this movie actually going to play when we watched it. And I think it turned out okay. Um, it didn't get the score nomination, which I think might have. Yeah, I mean, we like the tough score. Year. I don't. I don't know that it was really ever a strong candidate for that, honestly, from what I was seeing. But um, that's fair. Yeah, so I think it's between Kidman and Coleman. I said my piece on who I think should win, um, but mostly I'm just happy for Kristen Stewart because I think she's, you know, it's been a long road from twilight to get here and she definitely earned this nomination and you know again when you see how much she was getting recognized at critic circles and everything it would have been crazy if she had not gotten the nomination in the end and she did so great yeah i don't really have too much to add because that's kind of ha- exactly how i feel i hope olivia coleman wins but she's probably second favorite to kidman at this point uh not as high on the performance although i think it's fine like, i just think it's fine it's like it's a boring biopic performance for me um, not as bad as Jessica Chastain, although I didn't see the movie, but like not as bad as I assume Jessica Chastain is and Tammy Faye or, you know, every other best actress Academy Award winning person of the last five years being exaggerating, obviously. But, you know, Renee Zellweger, insert, 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 you know, copy paste um, winners. But we'll see. Best supporting actress, Jesse Buckley, Lost Daughter. Is it the first time that uh, the same character has been nominated twice at the same awards? I know that there's the Ariana DeBose of it all where the same character is nominated twice, you know, 50 years apart, which we can talk about in a second. But same Academy Award, uh, same character twice. Yeah, I mean, seems like it's going to happen, right? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, she's great in the movie, right? Oh, you're about, like... I was sorry. I was talking about the Lita from The Lost Daughter. No. Oh, yeah, my bad. I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's happening a couple times here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, Ariana DeBose also nominated for West Side Story as Anita, which yeah. won Rita Moreno uh, an Oscar back in the day. Judy Dench uh, beating out, I guess, swapping in for Katrina Balfe. Yeah, I mean, uh, Judy Dench had no buzz for this. I don't think she can nominate, <laughs> like, anywhere. It's crazy. No. I mean, it's it. This is this is like the strongest argument for the Academy, just like looking at names that they recognize and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick this without having actually watched the movie. Right. Like, I know we say that every year, but like something like this actually makes you wonder if people watch the movies like it's really embarrassing because I mean, Judy Dench is like fine, whatever it it, I mean, she's more than fine. She's good. She is good in the movie. Katrina Mm -hmm. Balfe is is better. Like Katrina Balfe is. You know, he she is up there with with Sierra Hines for me in terms of strong, strong, strong performances. And Belfast certainly would have nominated her over Judy Dench. Kirsten Dunst uh, completing the double power couple nominee. So her and Jesse Plemons getting nominated as well as Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. So completing that sort of second couple of acting nominations for The Power of the Dog. And then Anjanue Ellis, who like was the front runner at one point whose stock has dropped, but still gets the nomination for King Richard playing Oracine, uh, uh, Richard Williams's wife, or uh, now ex-wife Scott, Ariana DeBose. Is she going to win? Yes. Uh, I, I do think so. Um, what I was saying a second ago is like, yeah, you know, it's a great performance. We awarded this performance 50 years ago. Like, I don't know that she's bringing something like incredibly new to the role that Rita Moreno did not in the original. Again, great, fantastic performance, very talented, 
um, mm-hmm. musically, acting, all of it. But like, let's mix it up a little bit, right? Like, that's that. I guess that's my only feeling about this. Like, I'm, I don't know that I'm going to have any faults. Like, I, I don't. I don't know if I could say, oh yeah, she didn't deserve this or whatever. But it's like, sure, sure. didn't we already award this like 50 years ago? Um, so I do think she will win again. Maybe this might be the biggest lock of. I think it is the biggest lock actually at this point. Even more than the, Cody Smith McPhee. Yes, I do think so. Just because the Jesse Plemons thing is a little bit like, I I don't know that it will ultimately matter. It could be a Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson situation where it doesn't matter. But um, it's still creeping there in the back of my mind of like the possibility of vote stealing and the possibility of like Kieran Hines or Troy Kotzer, right? Troy Kotzer possibly stealing the win. Um, as being like this inspirational story, right? You know, hearing impaired actor who, um, I don't know what his previous acting experience was like, but he's in this crowd-pleasing film with great representation. So um, maybe it happens. But um, I think she is, I don't know that there's a clear second person that I would point to here, Kirsten Dunst, I guess, but um, I don't I don't really know how much of a You don't think Anjanou Ellis is second place here? No, I don't. Um, yeah, I think Kirsten Dunst could steal it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I would like that. I would like to see that. Not because I thought her performance was, like, you know, amazing or anything, but uh, I'm a fan of hers. I think she, you know, deserves some recognition after a lot of years of great work. So that would be good for her. I mean, Jesse Buckley is really my takeaway from this category, obviously. It was the very first name read out in the entire nominations announcement. And I was yeah. like, let's go, like, immediately. Um, yeah. You know, it, funny, you know, I, I've had her like as my best actress the last two years, right? For Wild Rose and for I'm Thinking of Indy. And you don't have it this year. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, again, I'm just going to choose to believe that like this is the makeup nomination, right? And I think, yeah. you know, she's obviously a star. Like people are starting to, to know who she is. She's going to be in more movies. Like she's the trailer just dropped today for um, Men, the Alex Garland I mean, movie that's coming out. about that trailer, though. <laughs> Everyone's complaining about it. I, I, it wasn't that bad. It doesn't show that much. I mean, it's a teaser. But well, they were um, saying that it's it's boring. It's like just a rinse repeat a twenty four trailer. People find a way to complain about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it's the trailer, but it's Alice Garland. I think it's going to be a good movie. But um, there's that. She's also in that women talking movie, I believe, that Sarah Polly's doing. Um, she is a woman so talking. She's sure. going to be in, in Oscar. I feel like she's going to continue to be talked about at Oscars now, and this will probably not be the last time we hear her name called on nominations morning. I feel pretty confident in saying that. So it took longer than I would have liked it to, but I think the seal has been broken for her now with this, and I'm excited to see what happens with her going forward. Um, yeah, it'll, in a few years, she'll have Judy Dench status where people won't have to have watched her movies to vote for her. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I do think that Ariana DuBose is, is a surefire bet in this category. So there you have it. All right, Scott, screenplays. Can we agree that that we are very happy overall with the 10 nominees? You know, throw we'd love to throw a couple out, but like overall, we can live with it. Um, adapted, yes, for the most part. Um, thank you. I, I do think... West Side Story and Last Duel probably should have been in there. And adapted? Yeah. Instead of, uh, I hate to say it, instead of Coda and Dune, Scott. I don't. Get out of here. Dune's great. Dune's great. I don't know about the screenplay getting out. I'm willing to come to the table. 
I'm willing to come to the table and give you a West Side Story adapted screenplay nomination and take out Dune if you give me the Denis Villeneuve director nomination. I can come to the table instead of, and instead make of a deal. Who, uh, oh, instead of, instead Spielberg? of Spielberg, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm willing well, to come to the table. Can we say, no, well, I don't care about West Side Story as much as I do The Last Duel. I know that that's not really what you're saying because the director overlap thing. But Yeah, no, I'm just uh, I'm just making a straight trade. I, th- I, think I, I think I would probably agree with you on that. But um, yeah. but because I think Tony Kushner did an excellent job of updating West Side Story for sure. the contemporary audience. But um, The Last Duel is the one to me that I like really think deserved a adapted screenplay nomination. Yeah, um, it's not talked about enough, but, but the fact that... Um... I mean, we didn't talk about this on our podcast either. Three different the, people. Well, yeah, like the Rashomon style approach to the storytelling, not in the source material, you know, really pulling a little women, um, you know, redesigning a, wor- a, you know, a book that already exists that tells a specific story and um, narratively telling it in a completely different way. So I think absolutely. And I definitely hear your argument there. And, and I'd be happy to take Coda off the table for that. Yeah. Um... Code is good, but yeah, screenplay, especially the the screenplay is not the strong first half of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, Original screenplay. Let's Scott. Can I just direct your attention? Can I just direct your attention to licorice pizza and the worst person in the world and ask you if you're, I know, I know, (laughs) but the problem is that those aren't the only nominees, right? You have, don't look up. You have King Richard, not King Richard. What what are the other ones? No, you have King Richard. Yeah, King King Richard. Yeah. And Belfast. That, so that that was original. Interesting. Um, yeah. What would it have yeah, been based on? It wasn't based off a book. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And you just think of it being a true story, so it was adapted. But yeah, you're right. Um, and then Belfast, yeah. Um, Belfast, too, is a true story. Rough. This is where I would have hoped for like a French dispatcher, come on, come on, or even a Red yeah. Rocket, right? Yeah, like yeah the, for, sure. for sure. Especially because Mike Mills has been nominated in this category twice before. So I that's the one that maybe out of all those that I would have expected. Look, um, let me but, tell you, Scott, if we're if we're just leveling on the table here, uh, I have zero overlap in the original screenplay category with my choices for our for our Some Like It's Scott awards. Yeah. Well, um, I, that's not the same for me, obviously. But um, yeah, gosh, I mean. King Richard screenplay? <laughs> are we for real, guys? Yeah. Like, what are yeah. we doing here? Like, how is this not just the same as every other biopic? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, so that leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth because there was a, a lot of room to, you know, giving the worst person in the world a nomination. Very cool. Very cool. Very glad that happened. Yeah. Sure. They could have done more cool things in this category, but it was like, they're like, okay, we're throwing you a bone by giving you, you know, Joachim Trier. So now we're going to take anonymous screenplay by Zach Balin or whatever for King yeah. Richard. It is Zach We're going to get Adam McKay, uh, you know, just his customary nomination now. Sorry, please, then... please give David Sirota his time on, on air. Yeah. And then Belfast because we're nominating it for everything else. Um, I don't know that that was a, that was a trade off that I love that much, but it happened. Great to yeah. see worst person in the world getting recognized. It is like one of those things, like the original screenplay side for Belfast, that I'm like, kind of opposite of, or not opposite. Sorry, kind of the same as Dune. Even though I agree, I take I would take Kenneth Branagh out of the director category and certainly put Dune in. Like I kind of feel like the screenplay was even less of a factor than the directing. Like if, if you were to ask me which was stronger in Belfast, the directing or the screenplay, I would tell you the directing was stronger, like 100%. I, 
Like, I don't think the screenplay was anything special. I think it was take. I think it was Branagh's vision putting that screenplay on the screen that I I found more compelling than the actual, you know, message or whatever you want to call it in the screenplay. I, that's just me, but um, you know, the acting is the strongest part of Belfast. If we're being really honest. Yeah, uh, I think I think I agree with that. And even still, you know, I think maybe one nomination would have been enough. I think Kieran Hines probably would have been enough as far as the. Give me Balf. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. There's better choices, but sure. um, yeah, screenplay. That is what it is. Aaron Sorkin not getting it. Kind of surprising. Yeah, certainly, certainly is notable not not getting the nomination. Um, first time in a while, I feel like that he's written something that didn't get a nomination because Molly's game got a nomination too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlie Chicago Seven obviously did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been a while. I get. I guess Moneyball did. Yeah, I would imagine so. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, Steve Jobs or Jobs, I guess just Jobs, whatever it's whatever that movie's called. Yeah, Steve Jobs is the it one is he Steve did. Jobs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's been a while since he got shut out and he did. Maybe he, I don't know, shouldn't have said all the things that he said at the last Academy Awards last year when he was sounding like a. Maybe he should have written idiot. a better screenplay. But that I mean, doesn't yeah. really seem to matter. Again, King Richard got in there. So. Well, yeah, I, I like King, King, King Richard didn't put <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover into the movie. So man, they were spared, I guess, given that that's your reward for not putting J. Edgar in your movie. You get a nomination for screenplay. Um, anyway, let's talk about the potential for uh, the flea trifecta. Let's talk about animated feature international feature and documentary feature the first time one movie has been nominated in all three categories that is Jonas Poor Rasmussen's Flea the animated Danish Dutch oh I'm forgetting off the top of my head Flea is Flea is Flea is Dutch I'm pretty sure now I'm second guessing myself (laughs) it is Danish I got it right let's go okay Um, the Danish animated documentary um from Jonas Poor Rasmussen and you know we saw that well I shouldn't say we I saw this at Sundance um back at the start of 2021 it is 2022 yep um thought it was good did would never have guessed that it was going to get three nominations um you know a, a year later in these three different categories uh really quite impressive stuff it, joining it in the animated category is like the most predictable nominations probably uh in Canto Luca, the Mitchells versus the Machines, and Ryan, the Last Dragon. Um, you know, Mitchells versus the Machines maybe sort of like the the I don't want to say odd man out, but the one that is is different than you know Encanto, Luca, and Raya, which are Disney animated output, um, which you perennially expect to be in this category. In the international feature film, I think this is probably the the hardest shot for it to win. I think it probably has a really a pretty good chance in the other two categories uh but drive up against drive my car from japan um the hand of god from italy that's paolo sorrentino's movie the worst person in the world which we you know we already talked about in the original screenplay category from joaquin trier and and norway and then scott stop me if you've heard this film before but uh lunana a yak in the classroom from bhutan uh iconic film. i'm not stopping stop you because yeah I you didn't stop me because yet. you haven't heard of that film <laughs> um <laughs> So a, a little bit of a snub there for a hero, a hero, certainly the Iranian film, I, Iranian. Yeah. Asghar Farhadi, mm-hmm. the Iranian. Yeah. He um, is. Yeah. 
And then if you want to say, I, can't, I guess that was it though. There wasn't really another candidate that was because, because parallel yeah, mothers wasn't, wasn't submitted and Titan didn't make the short list. Didn't so. make the short list from France. Um, so I guess that was sort of, that was the straight swap there. And then in the documentary film category, we'll start with summer of soul uh, because I think that is one that you were certainly a huge, huge fan of last year. It's probably the second favorite in the category right now. Right. think Flea's ahead of it. I do. Yeah, I do. I do think Flea's okay. ahead of it. Um, but I think it's really close. I think it's like, mm-hmm. it's a, it, it's like close to a coin flip probably right now. I'm just, th- I'm just sitting here thinking about like, which do I think the Academy voters care more about? And they got to choose immigrants or the black experience. And so maybe they'll choose riding with fire and so they're going to choose something else. It's yeah. hard to steer clear of the decision um, because there's riding with fire, which I'm, I wasn't familiar with this film, but is a documentary about the delete women led newspaper um, that in India uh, about a documentary about these women who are, who are um, journalists. Um, interesting feature. I would say no chance that it wins the award. Uh, and then Ascension and Attica are the other two nominations. Ascension, I believe, is a film, um, is, a, is a Chinese? It is an American film, but it is, a, it is about China. And I'm forgetting exactly the context. I looked it up, um, and I've forgotten, and I apologize. Uh, the film follows the Chinese dream through the social classes, prioritizing productivity and innovation. So it's like a culture film. Um, and then Attica... The last film, another American documentary about uh, the 1971 Attica uprising. So kind of a retrospective view on inmates with talk interviews with inmates who were there um, back in 1971 when that happened. I, I think it is a two horse race between Flea and Summer of Soul. I think it's probably trending towards Summer of Soul. I think the stock is rising for that film. I think just more and more people are talking about it in a way that's really positive for the awards. And I think Flea is... It's just sort of it feels like it's stalling a bit. The 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 buzz is not building. I don't know if you if you agree or disagree with that, Scott, but what do you think the chances are of Flea taking home, you know, any of these awards and especially if if there's a chance it takes home all three? Uh yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh I, I think you're right. Probably Doc is probably its best chance. I think Drive My Car will win for best international feature. I think yeah. you know the best picture and director nominations pretty much confirm that. Same thing happened with you Parasite. Think. Yeah. Um, same thing happened with another round. Cold War, I guess, didn't win, but that's also because Roma was that year. So, um, yeah. which was you know obviously a juggernaut as well. But so I think Drive My Car. I think Encanto is going to take animated feature just because. It's one of the biggest like the movies biggest of, movie on earth. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's so one of the biggest huge. movies of the year. Like maybe second only to Spider-Man. Like probably. It, yeah. It's crazy that people are talking about this. If what, how much people are talking about this, but um, I, I also want to note for fun Oscar trivia stuff. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda, if he wins, EGOT. not, a, not just an EGOT, Scott, the P-GOT, which oh, is yeah. o- something that only three, two people uh, have ever gotten. Because it's the EGOT plus a Pulitzer, because he also won a Pulitzer for Hamilton. He would be only the third person to ever do that if he gets the Oscar here. And I think I don't. I don't think that. Uh, can he? Is he actually on the? That's a good question. List, he might have to win for song. Yeah, I but he could so. very easily yeah. win for song. Like, well, they chose the wrong damn song from that movie. I know what, that's what, what are they doing. Are, I know that's what people are saying, but like. 
I think it could still just get picked just because it is the song from Encanto that got chosen, right? Like, yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think, I think it still could win for sure. But yeah, that's the thing, right? So if Encanto does win for animated feature, I don't believe. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't the director. That's for sure. Cause that was Jared Bush and, and Byron Howard who were the directors um, who did, you know, things like Zootopia and Moana. So people who have, you know, with Moana, they've worked with Lin-Manuel before um, doing music. And that's how the Encanto relationship worked as well. I, I do think he'd have to win for song. Um, although it'd be cool as hell if one day he won an EGOT with, you know, not just a song, which I feel like is the traditional way that an EGOT has been won, correct? Is that the only way an EGOT has been won before? Has anyone won for something different? Well, uh, well yeah, uh, Whoopi Goldberg won Best yeah, Supporting okay. Actress. Yeah, yeah. that's touche. That's fair. Um, well, it'd be it'd be cooler if he won for something that was an original song, I think. But if that's what it takes to get the get the man a PGOT, get the man a PGOT. Um, It'd have to be directing, I guess, in the future. But uh, which you know, he did a good job with his first effort yeah, here. But I mean, I don't I mean, know. If, yeah, I don't know about him ever winning an Oscar for best directing. I think there would have to be be animated, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's deserving. Like, he's extremely talented. Um, so yeah. just that'd be cool to see. A P-Got. Very rare. Absolutely. Uh, any other thoughts on these three categories? I mean, you kind of you kind of summed it up there. But I mean, do you think do you think that Flea is going to win Doc or, or are you leaning Summer of Soul? I'm leaning Summer of Soul. I yeah, am. Me too. Uh, I think I am too. Wait, I, you know, maybe it's just my personal bias. I mean, I like Flea a lot, but, um, you know, Summer of Soul is in my top five of the year. I would you know adore that movie so i really want to see it wins i when i think quest love is so so deserving i mean you know i don't even know if a director of a documentary is like eligible for best director but like they are. personally i would yeah. okay well i would have considered him in the in my personal category for well maybe not i don't know about in my top five or not but at least competing for it for best director of any movie you know doc or not like i think you're welcome to nominate was, him in our awards was that impressive? Yeah, that's uh, something I'll have to think about. But um, yeah, uh, you know, I think uh, I, I mean, I really hope Summer of Soul wins. I think Encanto's got animated. I think Drive My Car has got international feature. But, you know, uh, glad to see um, worst person in the world getting in there as well. Yeah, it did feel like when Titan was left with the short list, it, it felt like it was written on the wall. But I mean, Asghar Farhadi did not make it in. So um for a hero but yeah all right scott below the line we're not going to go through every craft category it's going to take too long but below the line it's a lot of dune it's a lot of the power of the dog and a nice little spice of life with coming to america baby what did you think what did you think of the craft categories um yeah uh that coming to america that's pretty pretty hilarious uh free guy also oscar nominated free guy um yeah, absolutely but yeah more I mean, nominations again, like in the I last said, duel oh, more nominations <laughs> in red rocket or the french dispatch also but um oof um mm. yeah i'm pretty positive on these most of all uh mo mostly scott like i said i think again cinematography production design you know they got all the right movies probably i mean you know french dispatch i think deserved production design for sure but like Otherwise, like, you know, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Dune, um, Power of the Dog, right? These are all beautiful movies. Um, I can't, I can't fault, 
you know, any of the choices that the Academy made here. Um, yeah. Original score, you know, I guess maybe a little disappointing. I, they didn't pick the right Johnny Greenwood score. In my opinion, I would have gone with the score for Spencer. I disagree, um, but yeah, I know they're both good. Um, Alberto Iglesias. I was happy to see him get nominated for parallel mothers. I think that's a good score, but you know, Alexander does plot not nominated. Um, yeah. Nikki here, B gets in instead. Yeah. You mentioned, um, Dick and Hinchcliffe not getting nominated for, um, lost the daughter. lost daughter. Um, I feel like there's at least one or two more that, um, you know, probably could have been in there. Should have been. Well, yeah. I mean, I certainly would have taken Antonio Pinto for nine days. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even know if I count that one just because it was never gonna happen. Sure, like, sure. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. plot, yes, for sure. Like I'm I'm really actually surprised that it, it didn't get in there. But he does feel like a walking nomination for sure. Yeah, and, and he won for the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I think the yeah. score for French Dispatch and Grand Budapest share a lot of similarities. Similar style. Maybe that's why motifs, whatever. Maybe so. Uh but I think maybe you're just attributing too much critical thinking to the academy. I was here. about like, to. They, I was going to follow up and say, do the they really thing. parse through <laughs> that, like, or did they just say the French Dispatch? I haven't seen that. I, yeah, I mean, they. I think they chose. I mean, I. I know people are. People are telling me Encanto was favored to get an original score nomination. I just. I honestly, I can't wrap my head around it, and I don't understand score versus songs and stuff. Yeah. But people tell me that that was an expected nomination. But I feel like that's you, that's who took this plot spot. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um. I mean Nicholas Bertel, I mean, God, what a what a legend, but the don't look up score, really? I don't remember the don't look up score. I don't remember that at all. Uh yeah, I mean again, that that might be just Bertel buzz with yeah. succession also getting a lot talked about a lot. His score for succession getting talked about a lot too. Yeah, I mean, as as it should be, man. That is a legendary piece of piece of composition. But um yeah. Dan Romer for Luca is another one that I would have considered for you know, I would have liked to see get in there potentially because I think he does great work. Yeah, I, I would have preferred that over Encanto if we we're getting an animated score in just for like yeah. the score versus like songs. Again, I know that's unfair to like, I guess, uh, really break that apart that way. But I just don't think of Encanto as like an original score. I think of it as like a soundtrack almost. Um, just fine. Nothing wrong with that. But it would have been nice to to get a little bit of variety because I also think that like you're saying with Luca, it's a very different vibe um, than the rest of these, very, you know, much more, you know, ultra serious things like Power of the Dog and Parallel Mothers. I, I mean, I like Parallel Mothers. I think it's a little bit more upbeat, but I think it is still a serious score. Dune is its own is its own wild ride of, of a score for sure. And then again, I, I couldn't even tell you what don't look. I don't even remember what that sounded like at all. I can't even say if it had a different vibe. I don't remember. I can't tell you either because I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, anything further down the list that you want to talk about? I don't have any other specifics in my mind. I mean, cinema. I agree on the notes about cinematography and production design. You know, I, I said a lot of Dune and Power of the Dog, but you're right. Absolutely, West Side Story. I think got like five or I think five below the line nominations, which is a very strong showing. We talked about visual effects up at the front editing. We mentioned um, as a as a pretty strong indicator in terms of dominations of of best picture eligibility in quotation marks. Um, did Nomadland have a best editing nom? Was that an exception? 
recently now i'm just completely forgetting whether surely it did right i kind of think it did yeah i'm gonna double check oh yeah summer of soul not getting nominated for best editing it actually does bum me out a little bit because we we actually we saw that at the baftas you know i think i don't again i was probably a long shot but um sure that it definitely deserved it for me okay no my land did have a best editing nomination um so yeah i i think again power of the dog is the favorite for a reason but anyway wrapping things up here 12 nominations for power of the dog 10 for dune seven for belfast and west side story six for king richard um uh, for the nonetheless there's a, there's a bunch more but those were the nominee takers drive my car with four is just incredible i mean beautiful stuff um yeah any parting thoughts for this episode scott um you know i i guess my overall final thing i would wrap up and say is i think we've been mostly positive about a lot of the nominations again i i let off by saying i was pretty positive about the nominations i have a bad feeling a little bit about the winners um again power of the dog great movie um but if it wins you know if it does a big sweep here i'm not going to be like energized or anything like i was after parasite one like i was after nomadland one um it's obviously far superior to something like green book winning um but it will just be kind of a safe pick for me i know you're higher in the movie than i am but um the power of the dog yeah um, not i mean safe pick sure but i think i think just clearly one of the best movies of the year in terms of like actual making of objectively making yes yeah yes um so i i agree with you there um so it's just not one of my favorites right so it's it's hard for me sure. to just get pumped like again like nomadland was my favorite movie of last year and it won best picture parasite was one of my top five movies of that year and it won best picture it's not going to happen like that again because licorice pizza is not going to win um so I've accepted that at this point, and I just hope it's power of the dog over Belfast because if Belfast does do a sweep, um, if somehow, you know, don't look up wins a couple, you know, editing or screenplay or something down there, that would be pretty depressing. There's a possibility. What I'm saying, I guess, is there's a possibility for things to get really depressing. Um, oh, Absolutely. So I'm just going to enjoy the slightly positive nominations. The fact that people don't seem to be as mad in general um, about the nominations this year and just hope that, you know, this is speaking to a brighter day coming in the future of the Academy. Because again, the last two movies to have one best picture, phenomenal films. Um, And one of them is the first foreign language film to ever win best picture. So positives positives and like the best director again like the gosh i don't even know how far you have to go back before the last director i guess probably like tom hooper for the king's speech was like the last non-foreign director to win this award like every director like in the last 10 years who has won this has been a non-american uh i i, I legitimately think tom hooper might be the last one to do it because you had Inyaritu winning twice, you had Quaron winning twice, you have Del Toro, you have Zhao, you have Bong Joon-ho, um, you have Haznazvishus winning for the artists, like... Chazelle. That's true, yeah, there you go, that was the one exception, but uh, he did beat out Barry Jenkins that year, but... I mean, Barry Jenkins, I guess, is American too, but... Didn't even um, would be the one who, in the, who would be not American in that Right, category. right, right. Um, yeah. 
I guess I was just thinking of that because Moonlight won Best Picture. But yeah, anyway, that there the trend in Best Director has been very positive, and we're probably going to have another foreign director win this year because Jane Campion, I think, will win. So cool. Right, and she's New Zealand. She's from New Zealand. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. More importantly than the foreign component, though, I think having a woman win again it will be nice. Although it'd be nice to see another woman in the category, maybe you know. Yeah, I, yeah, she was the obvious choice here, I think. But Maggie Gyllenhaal, right? Julia DeCornau also, I think, would have been yeah. worthy nominees. Yeah, I mean, the more I, honestly, Scott, the more every day that I think about The Lost Daughter, the more I like it. I do think Maggie Gyllenhaal was deserving of a Best Director nomination. Excellent movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have too much more to add there. Like, I mean, Justice, Justice for Denny is a, is a cause I'm willing to fight for, but the man's getting his part too, and that's what matters most. So... If, if that's the devil's deal that we had to make to get Dune Part 2, then I'll sign that blood pact or, or whatever I have to do to, right. to be a backer <laughs> for Dune Part 2. Okay. Where can people find you on Letterboxd, Twitter, wherever else? At Scarvydent. You can find me at, at shelton 2013 At the same, please follow our podcast on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash mediaplugpods. Check the tiers out. Support us if you can. We'd really appreciate that. If not, okay you can still find us on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts and we appreciate if you rate review subscribe share etc etc uh we're gonna be back next week we're hope we're gonna be reviewing cyrano which continues just getting kicked down the road and i think as a result was did it even receive a nomination maybe like one nomination um i think it did right i think maybe did it get costume design or something like that that sounds that sounds right I, a, a joe wright musical that i think sony clowned themselves um a little bit with i think it's sony i say that now and i'm not sure anymore i'm not sure it's sony anymore um but the release strategy on this film was poor i think they tried to pull like a the father from last year kicking it way down the road and then trying to get a lot of buzz right at the end and it hasn't worked out for Cyrano. but we think it's coming out at this point we're gonna i think we're gonna see morbius before we see Cyrano. (laughs) oh god yeah maybe I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess that's theoretically possible. It's qualified for the Oscars. They could release it next year if they wanted to at this point. Um, Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that film because it did not get the nominations I think they were hoping for. Um, Morbius, yeah, you're right. That too. No, that's going to be Best Picture nominee next year, Scott. Just wait. Totally. Uh, (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Justice for Jared Leto, I guess. I don't know. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so we... If it actually gets released next week, we will be reviewing Cyrano. If not, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about the Oscars some more. (laughs) Who even knows? We'll figure out something to talk about. But uh, we hope you join us then. Until then, for Scott Harvey, I'm Scott Shelton. We'll see you next time. See you down the road.